This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. What's up, Taylor Nation, and welcome to episode 148 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And I bet you all are wondering, one week after the Shake It Off release, how could we possibly top episode 147, right? How can we? can't. Why bother? Bye. By making episode 148 even better. Coming up for you guys, we have a discussion on the VMAs and Taylor's first ever live performance of Shake It Off, and we have a special guest later on the episode named Ashley, who takes us behind the scenes of the shoot for the Shake It Off music video. She was one of the lucky fans that got to be in the video, and she gives us a lot of insight into that coming up. But first, just a few things before we get going. Diane, aside from the obvious, the Shake It Off release, what has been going on in the Taylor news? Well, Taylor completed the ASL Ice Bucket Challenge last week. In true Taylor fashion, she donated $100 on behalf of everyone who was with her and then dumped water on herself and the people she was with. You can watch her video on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, she also nominated Selena Gomez, Ed Sheeran, and um, and um, Emma Stone for the Ice Bucket Challenge. Wait, real quick. I'm confused. Is it ASL or ALS? ALS. Who's, oh. ty- who's mistyping the news? It's mine. I typed ASL. It's mine. I it's knew mine. that it's sounded mine. It's awkward. Mine. It's mine. It's mine. That, that one's on Sammy. Sammy, you just made Diane look like a dum-dum. I know. I'm sorry. That's my <laughs> fault, guys. Don't send her hate. Send me hate. Wait, ALS. ALS. Lou Gehrig's disease. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Sammy, apologize to Diane. I'm sorry. Diane, do you accept her apology? I actually should have known. (laughs) You're both at fault then. Yeah. Get on with the news. As you said it, I was like, wait, no. All right. On Tuesday morning after the big Album 5 announcement, which we now know the name of, in 1989, Taylor sat down with GMA and talked more about Shake It Off. Taylor said the song, Taylor said of the song, We don't live in a, in a celebrity takedown community. We live in the takedown community. She said in order to beat those haters, you have to have more fun than them. Taylor also talked about how she wanted Shake It Off to be like the last song played at a wedding, where the single girl sitting alone at a table having a horrible time would light up when she heard the first notes and say, that's my song, and get up and dance like no one was watching. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, my jam. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Taylor was also featured on the cover of the UK magazine, The Guardian Guide, this week. Taylor talks about the inspiration in the magazine for Shake It Off, among lots of other cool things. Um, we will have a link to that in the um, Taylor Talk episode guide for this episode. At taylortalk.org slash episode 148. Yep. <laughs> in case you guys haven't read it yet. Sammy, um, what's Taylor so got on, coming up? Yep. On September 19th, Taylor will be performing at the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Adam gets to do his thing. Where Vegas, baby! Yeah! Um, on October 27th, Taylor will be releasing her fifth studio album, 1989. And on October 27th, Taylor will be back at Good Morning America performing live in Times. Uh oh. Sammy? Performing live in Times Square in honor of the release of 1989. That's what she probably said, but we didn't hear her because we lost her on the call. <laughs> That's what Sammy meant to say before uh, she decided. You? That's good. That's good. That's real good. What just happened? Sp- oh wait, Samantha Sammy's back. Is back. <laughs> is Steve here though? Yes. Okay, that was short lived. Well, here's 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 a funny thing: is this is only the second time that that's ever happened, and ironically, um, Sammy and I recorded the call earlier with Ashley, who will be coming up in just a minute, and we actually told her that story. Because there's a moment in that call she thought she got cut off. We're like, yeah, it's only ever happened once, and now it's going to make us look bad, like it happens happened every single time. Technically, you jinxed us. But what was wrong with her performing live in Times Square? Nothing. You just stopped talking. Oh. So I had to finish 
You're so oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I like continued to talk. It just didn't show up. <laughs> I did. You were like um, Taylor in Times Square, and then it was silence. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, no, on October 27th, Taylor will be back on Good yeah, Morning America. Yeah, Sammy, we already got that. We've been there, done that. Oh, sorry. Sammy wants to finish her line. It's too late now. I think we hurt her feelings. It's okay, Sammy. That's revenge for making Diane say ASL. ALS, ALS. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, before we waste any more time having silly discussion here, let's jump straight into the call Sammy and I had earlier with our new friend Ashley, who takes us behind the scenes of the Shake It Off music video, a secret that she and several other fans had to keep quiet for two months. So we're going to play that recording for you now. Alright guys, the moment you have all been waiting for, we're about to take you where no Swifty has gone before, onto the set of a Taylor Swift music video. We have Ashley here on the line with Sammy and I. Um, Hi Ashley. Hey guys, how are you? Hi. Doing well. So Ashley was one of the lucky fans that got chosen to be a part of the Shake It Off music video. So we're really excited to have you, glad to have you here and share your experience. Yes, I'm, I'm glad to be here as well, all the way from Mexico. <laughs> all the way from Mexico. Look at that. She's taking time out of her vacation to share a story with us and with all of you out there listening. So I, yes. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, really yeah, of am. course. Of course. So, just, Ashley's just sitting on the cool. balcony, enjoying the weather. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the balcony right now? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the balcony of my hotel room, definitely. <laughs> Sweet. So let's let's jump into that video. I mean, you had an awesome experience. Um, We found you because you wrote a brilliant blog about it, which, of course, will be linked in our show notes at taylortalk.org slash episode 148. Uh, That way everybody can get a chance to read that if they haven't already, which I think it was pretty widespread. I'm sure a lot of people shared it already. But just in case they haven't, they can. Yes, uh, I was very surprised. Um, I shared it with... uh... Oh, now I can't remember the name of the Tumblr. T Swift, uh, I think is what it's called. Yeah, no, that you're right. T Swift Daily. I shared yeah. it with them, and they reblogged it, and then it exploded like overnight. Yeah. I woke, I woke up, and it had like 700 notes. So I was well, they're a huge that. account. So <laughs> yeah, it makes yeah, sense. yeah. I was, I was, I was glad that people read it because it took a long time to write. I mean, and you, it's, very, it. it's very, <laughs> it's very well written. Like it's well, not just like. Let's fangirl about this awesome experience. Like, it's very, very well written. You can tell you're a very educated person and also a very big fan of Taylor, which we appreciate that they did pick well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I am a writer, actually. So, Oh, sweet. Um, I, try, I try to bring that into whatever I write. So. But sense. yeah, no, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed like doing that because it helps me remember the experience, you know, like going back because we weren't allowed to take pictures, video, obviously. So that's my way of going back to the experience. Well, there is one big it. video that uh, helps you recap the experience <laughs> right. a little bit. Yes, that, yes. But my, <laughs> it's really funny because I counted the amount of frames that I'm in the video and it's 22 or 23 frames. Wow. Um, which is like less than three seconds or something like that. So, but yeah, no, it's but still. Uh, definitely evidence right there for me to watch forever yeah that that that's that's all i need right there so let's start at the beginning then how did they reach out to you and contact you and be like hey ashley we want you in the video yeah so i got i got the email which i think somebody shared on tumblr right when it came out because people knew about project cardinal before everything happened um but yeah they sent an email and it had no details whatsoever it was just like reply with your phone number and we're going to call you with more details. Um, and they just said, you know, uh, Taylor Swift fan experience. That's pretty much the gist of all, the only details I got at the beginning. Did um, they give you any sort of indication as to how they might have selected your name as to whether it was because you were in the California area or if you were on Taylor Connect or anything like that? Yeah, they said they said based on uh, my, in, like, oh, God, if you read it in the blog, I... I um, it's yeah, my like social media accounts, my mm-hmm. being on the the email list for Taylor Connect. Uh, so that that's basically what it said. They didn't mention that um, it had anything to do with me living in Los Angeles. I don't know how they knew that, but we had to. You couldn't be in it unless you did live in the California. Are you to be over area. eighteen? Is that right? 
Yeah, yeah. So um, they had to have known that I lived there. Um, yeah. But I'm sure, I mean, <laughs> you could probably figure that out pretty quickly. So basically they reached out to you. They found fans, people that were on Taylor Connect and things of that sort that lived in California, reached out to you, asked for your right. phone number, called you, invited you to this set. Now, did you have to audition or were you just like on? I did, yeah. Um, I don't know if they auditioned everybody um, or if it was – if like if you couldn't go to the audition, if that meant that you couldn't be in the video at all. Um, but, yeah, it was the, the very next day. So they sent an email. They called the same night. And then at this point, I still have no idea it's a music video. I just know it's Taylor Swift. That's all I know. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Uh, so the next day, the next morning, I went to this casting thing. Um, and I don't know if anybody, I'm sure some of the listeners have been to a casting session before. It's very intimidating because a lot of the people that were there were real actors, just people trying to be actors. So you have extremely good looking, perfect looking, well-dressed people. And they didn't, they didn't really let on that it was going to be a casting session. They didn't tell me to like dress a certain way or anything. So you walk in and you have all these flawless looking people. And then like, it's, it's very intimidating. Um, but, yeah, so I had to dance in front of the camera with these two directors. There was me and another girl who, who was there with Project Cardinal. I don't even know her name. Uh, I, I, it was just me and this other girl. So um, did they throw you, the fans in with all, all the pretty people, we'll call them, the professionals? Yeah, not in the audition. Um, they auditioned us separately. But we were all in the same holding area, basically. And then they auditioned, at least when I was there, they were auditioning the Cardinal people separately than the, than the extras. Okay. And so yeah. then what, what happened? Was that a different day? Like, so did they have to contact you after and be like, you got the part? Basically, yeah, but they never really said that. It wasn't like, it, it didn't feel like it was a process of elimination. I don't, it, it, it wasn't like we auditioned a bunch of people and you were the one we selected. It just was like, I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of it was because I feel like they would have let me do it regardless of if I went to the casting session because some of these people came from, you said you had a girl from Napa, so she, I'm sure she didn't want to go down. I don't know if she did go to the audition, come all the way back up and then go all the way back down for the shoot, you know? Um, Cause I just, the shoot, the, the audition was like down the street from my house. So it was fine. But oh, for that's people convenient. who came in from, <laughs> yeah, literally like two miles from my house. Um, but I'm sure there were people that came in from out of town, so I don't know if they were able to go to the casting session. But, yeah, no, it wasn't like a phone call. It was like, you got it. You were a really good dancer, so you're going to be in the video. Hey, Ashley, this is your agent. You got the part. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it wasn't wasn't like that. So I don't know. I don't know what their decision process was. But, yeah, they they shared as little amount of details as possible with with us. But Well, it worked out in your favor. Definitely did. Yeah, they, they called me... They let me know that I was going to be involved uh, like maybe four days before. Um, and the guy, this, this guy from Taylor Connect called me um, the Friday before. The shoot was on a Wednesday? Yeah, she was on a Wednesday. He called me the Friday before and he, um, he was like telling me uh, that he, w- he couldn't tell me where it was going to be, that that information was going to be sent in an email. Um, and obviously they were like, you can't share this email with the public. Cause if they find out where she's going to be, it's going to be a swarm of people and paparazzi and things like that. So of course it would. Yeah. So let's get, let's move on to the set. Now the place that, uh, like I mentioned earlier, no Swifty has gone before until this yes. video. Like, what was that like? Like what were, what thoughts were running through your head when you walked onto that set? Well, I mean, it's, it's crazy because you wake up that morning knowing that you're going to be, you know, meeting her. Um, <laughs> you know, that's pretty, pretty nerve wracking. I, I did not sleep the night before. And I'm that that's not an exaggeration. Literally did not sleep. Um, and I, I actually, I work for a company that makes YouTube videos and we had VidCon that very next day. Oh my day. God, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so the I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so the, the, the shoot was the Wednesday before VidCon. VidCon's on Thursday. So I would, and, and I was working VidCon, so I literally had no sleep pretty much Tuesday night into like Sunday. Um, it was a very crazy, <laughs> crazy experience. But yeah, so we get there and I ended up standing in line next to this girl who did not know it was Taylor Swift. She didn't, she just knew it was a, a music video. She was one of the regular extras. And I didn't know if I was allowed to tell her it was Taylor Swift. And it was so kind she was of one of the professional dancers? 
Right, yeah. Uh, and she was like, do you know who this music video is for? And at first I'm like, nah, man, I don't know. And I, But then it was awkward because I did know. And I was just like, <laughs> after about 10 minutes, I was like, okay, yeah, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> and uh, so, but she was really cool. Everybody was awesome. There was even, I mean, because I feel like, you know, actors have a stereotype of being, you know, not that cool. But no, everybody, <laughs> everybody was really friendly and excited to be there. Um, expect, even the people that weren't the fans, just just the regular extras. But did they do a, the whole um, music video in one day, or did they only do that one? You know, the scene with the white backdrop with the hundred fans in that one time that you were there. No, they shot multiple scenes that day, but I think the sh- the, the shoot itself was uh, three days. But gotcha. um, but our scene was just like four or five hours. We were there. It was a oh, very wow. very relaxed set. Um, because, you know, I've been on sets before where it's just, like, crazy and you're waiting around forever. But they treated us very well, like, considering that we were basically cattle to them. I mean, we, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at that point, they didn't really owe us anything. Because it's crazy that they, I mean, you know, they had Crafty set up for us. They didn't make us wait around for too long. Because um, I, I went there expecting to be there the entire day. Um, but they didn't, you know, they didn't make us do nothing. for Because that's, that's always the worst part is, like, sitting around in a room for three hours and then being filming for 15 minutes, you know, I've heard um, that but, Taylor is very efficient with her music videos. Yeah. Like no, definitely. Done. There was maybe, maybe like 10 takes, maybe like maybe 10 to 15 takes, which is crazy. Um, cause I mean, it was pretty, I don't know. They didn't really use much of the shot where you can tell in like a very small part of the music video where they had kind of like a sweeping dolly shot where um, they're moving along the line with the camera as, as she's moving. It's, it was, but it's, I mean, it's kind of an intricate shot. And, uh, but they, they did it in so, I mean, the entire crew was so on top of things and everything was done so efficiently. And it, it, it definitely like surpassed any other set I've been on before. I mean, like definitely it was, it was very, very efficient. Um, and she knew exactly what she wanted and what she was doing. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great set to be on. How was the direction in there? Like with, how was the balance, I guess, between Taylor versus Mark Romanek who directed the video? Yeah. Mark Roman, uh, he spoke to us a bit. Um, but for the most part, I think he let her talk to us because he knew that she, I mean, all of us like bowing down to her, basically, you know, like we're going to do we're going to do whatever she tells us to do. Um, And I think he knew that, you know, like we're we're the fans. She's she's going to have the best connection with us. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, he did. He did give us direction. You know, uh, in the video, the parts where there are people dancing on their own, like just one, uh, like a single shot, just one person with the fans are you talking about? Yeah. No. Yeah. Just the there's a there's a bunch of shots of just like one person dancing. Yeah. Uh, Maddie. Ta- yeah. Right. Taylor. Taylor wasn't there for that part, and uh, Mark was directing that entirely himself. But the parts where it was all of us in one big group, um, it's kind of like Taylor would go chat with him, and then they would come to some sort of conclusion, and then Taylor would come tell us what they. Uh, but for the most part, there wasn't really anything where they were like, "Oh, we don't like what you're doing. Try this." There was a little bit of that, but not really. It, they just let us do what we wanted to do because that was the whole point was for us to be crazy and foolish and look like we were having a good time. They, they didn't really want to direct us too much. They just wanted us to be ourselves. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Taylor mostly – I mean, most of what she said was, that's a really great move. Do more of that. Or I really liked what you were doing there. If you could do that again. Um and she taught us the little, you didn't get to see it a lot in the video, which is sad, but she taught us a little dance that goes with the song. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It, I, it's, it's super hard to explain with words, obviously, like they, explaining a dance move that I can't show you in the <laughs> video. But it's kind of like you brush off your shoulders on each side, and then you do the same movement down by your waist on each side. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I do that when to... I'm driving. Hey, look at that. I could have been in the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only you were out in California, Sammy. Um, So this whole time when you're um, when Taylor was directing you and you were doing the dance, were they playing the song for you? Like, did they play you the song? They did. Yeah. Um, It was crazy because, yeah, again, that's this is something I knew was going to happen. But when it did, it was it was very unexpected. 
because um, you know she she came out, she introduced herself, she told us the background of what the story was about and what the the rest of the concept of the music video was, and we talked for a couple minutes, and then it was like, all right, let's go, and then it's like three, two, one, here's the song. Like it was no preparation, <laughs> and like like I knew that I was going to be hearing a new song that day, but it was like hearing it like that for the first time was crazy. Like nothing did, I've ever experienced because did she you're say watching... anything? Sorry. Um, did she say anything to you about the song other than what she said at the live stream in regards to what it was about? Or did she say basically the same thing? No. Yeah. It was basically the same thing she said at the live stream. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it was the basic gist, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it was, it was really, we must've listened to it maybe 10 or 15 times. Like I said, yeah, they played it pretty much all the way through on each take. Um, so each take was about what the song's like three and a half minutes, four minutes. So they they played it all the way through. Um, but it was funny because after I heard the song, I was trying to remember because because you know I listened to it on repeat for like four hours basically, and then I it was like I couldn't hear it anymore. There was no I couldn't listen to it anymore. It was like after I left there, I couldn't hear it again for another two months, and I was trying to remember what it sounded like. But really, the only thing I could remember was shake, shake, shake. But that's not even how it goes. And I, I remember I was like. I remember trying to sing it to my mom, being like, trying to tell her how the songs. This is probably something I shouldn't say. They were like, "Don't tell anyone what it's called. Don't tell them." But whatever. I told my mom. Sorry, guys. But so, Uh-oh. yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> well, you're not the person that posted the email on Tumblr, so I think you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I remember uh, singing it to my mom and trying to remember what it sounded like, but it was just like so surreal, and so many things were happening that, like, I couldn't register like I didn't realize that the song was so satirical and so like sarcastic until I listened to it for real like when it came out um I mean I obviously knew the gist of what the song was about because I heard it so many times that day but I didn't realize the the undertones of it until I really listened to it um because you know you're you're standing in the room with Taylor Swift like you're not trying to to analyze the (laughs) song that's like the last thing I'm trying to do um, but yeah, so, so was... three huge things happened in your life that day. One, you yes. heard a Taylor Swift song that didn't exist. Right. Two, you met Taylor Swift and three, you got to be in a Taylor Swift music video. If you yeah. can rank those three experiences from best to, well, I, I, from best to almost best, I should say, cause none of them can <laughs> really be classified no, as worse. Like, super best. Really awesome, best and best. So like, okay. best how about worst. you just go one, two, three? One being the absolute best, three being the almost not oh, quite best, man. but still awesome. That's really hard to do. I'll, I'll try. Okay. Um, I mean, meeting her, I feel like has to be number one. I feel like, I feel like I have to say that. Um, I mean, but it was very, very short. I mean, there was a lot of us, and she took the time to meet each, each one of us. Um. So it was very, very short. It was basically like, hey, I'm Ashley. I'm Taylor. Nice to meet you. Bye. That's, that's essentially what it was. Um, but that was, it's always nice. It's the second time I met her and it's always very, it's, it's, it's scary though, kind of. Because, <laughs> you know, most of, most of what it's like to be a fan of her is looking at pictures and videos. But then when it's like she's standing in front of you, it's like very nerve wracking. Like this is a real person, not just somebody that exists not in just a, a character in right. a magazine. Exactly. And then when they're standing in front of you, especially because she's really tall, too, and I'm really short. So it's always <laughs> like, I, I forget that, and I, I, I forget how tall she is. Um, but, yeah, so I'd say meeting her was definitely the best part. So and is number then, two then getting to be in the video? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, getting to be in the video, that's a very narcissistic thing to say. But, yeah, that, that's number two. <laughs> well, like, and here's, then, here's the thing with that, though. What's interesting <laughs> Is when you think about it, okay, like getting to hear the song two months ahead, yeah, that's a really cool thing. But right. it's like two months later, everybody also gets the song. So it's like, right. After two months, that's not really special anymore. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Exactly. Where it's like being right. in the video, you're immortalized in history. Because, yeah, that's. <laughs> like, I mean, the truth is, the fact of the matter is, we're all human, we're all going to die one day. However, you will right. always be in that video. Man, I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, you're right. That's yeah. why we keep Adam around because he thinks of things that no one else thinks of. <laughs> well, when when we are long gone and we're all like, um, you know, in the dirt fertilizing flowers, 
you will right. be in that video still. And it will be a good right. story to tell your kids, and they'll tell your grandkids, and they'll tell, you know what I I'm know. saying? Like, I mean, being able to. really sick of it. <laughs> like, being able to tell somebody, oh, yeah, I heard the Taylor Swift, the new Taylor Swift song that was new five years ago before anybody else heard it. Okay, great. Right. But being able to tell your great, 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 great grandkids, I was in, you know, my idol's first video of the era is a really yeah. big deal. It would be my number one also. Well, the first yeah. video she had fans um, in. Yeah. Well, yeah, other yeah. than other than the tour videos, which, sorry guys, they don't care. Well, right. I mean, actual directed and planned <laughs> yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, had a yeah. Storyline and all that. So, Definitely. so now the day is finally coming to a close, and you have to keep a big secret for two months. What is going through your head? Oh man, see, the thing is, is like, I knew that it was such. There were so many people that would have died to just know even just the title of the song, and like being on Tumblr and Twitter and hearing people's speculations about like what was going to happen and all this stuff and just kind of knowing it was, it was fun, but it was also sort of painful. Like at that point, it's like, you can tell, like you can tell your family and you can tell your friends, but nobody cares as much as like the other Swifties. And like, you can't share that moment with them because I was freaking out so much. And like my friends could only be so excited, you know, like they're not as huge of fans as I am. So So here's a funny question too, though, speaking to that point. On social yeah. media, when you saw everybody speculating about, I don't know, about roses, about wings, about skylines, right. and you actually knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how I, rough I was that, keeping, it, keeping quiet? Yeah, it was. It was very, very hard. I mean, I don't have a lot of internet Taylor friends. I mean, I have a few, but not a lot. Um, well, you have two anyways. more now, me and Sammy. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I can add you guys to the list, but... So I, I and and they I wanted to I wanted to share that with them, but no. And it's really funny because people were I saw this that Project Cardinal they were thinking okay Cardinal's a, a color of roses or whatever right? You guys heard this speculation? Oh right? yeah. Oh okay, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's funny because Project Cardinal is an industry term. It's a term that people use in the industry for just top secret projects. Like it's not it wasn't special to Taylor. Like people have used that before in the past. Um, and so it, it had nothing to do with her at all. So I thought I thought that was funny, like hearing that. It's like, no, cardinal is just a term that a lot of people use, not just her. But, well, um, truthfully, based on on cardinal, I, I didn't know what you just educated us all on no, about it being a you. common term. But I thought yeah. it might have been some close to the red era, something like a red tour DVD or something like that. Right, right, yeah, no, because I actually didn't know that either about uh, Project Cardinal. Somebody told me that, I don't remember who told me that, but yeah, that's something that a lot of people use for top secret projects, that's like a a term that they use. Um, And I think, um, sorry to interrupt again, Um, one of my favorite... One of my favorite parts of your blog was when you were talking about um, the promise that you all had to give to Taylor. I mean, obviously, you all signed non-disclosure agreements, but um, you described making a promise to Taylor and putting your hand on your heart. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because that's like my favorite part of your blog, and I read it about 15 times, just that one (laughs) little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that was... You're right, because signing a piece of paper means nothing. But when Taylor personally asks you, like, please don't do this, and you see... That it, it's more to her than just, I mean, it means so much to her that you that you keep that secret. And that's the reason that you do, not because you signed a piece of paper. Um, but yeah, she, because she, she had us kind of like huddled up in a circle. Um, and she was like, okay, guys, put your hands over your hearts. And then, you know, it's like, I don't remember exactly how what the word wording was. I wish I did. But it was basically like, repeat after me. And then a, a little speech about how we were not going to tell secrets. <laughs> like, I state your name, you know, something like that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was it was really cute. Um, and, and after that, you know, it's like, I'm not, you know, no matter what, you're not going to tell anybody because she asked you to, you know? Truthfully, I'm absolutely blown away that with all those people involved, nothing leaked. Me too. Because yeah. like, everything leak. leaks. Everything it does. Didn't... Go ahead. No, even even the extras, like they don't owe her anything. I mean, obviously, like they do, because I mean, but but like they're well, not, it was a paid job not. for them. Exactly right, and and they, but the way I'm telling you, the way she treats people, you walk away from that, not even fathoming, like wanting to to break the secret, because like the way we were treated on set, it's like how could you possibly turn around then 
and basically ruin the surprise that she's been do- working on for so long, you know? Like, you wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be, the thought wouldn't cross your mind. Like That then and- baffles me that these people that she then invited into her house a week before the song was supposed to come out are then right. going to be like, hey, I just held, tro- held Taylor's Grammy. Let's leak what the song lyrics are. Like, exactly. oh, all the radio DJs. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah, a bunch of fans and professional dancers can keep their mouth shut for two months, but these guys go into her house, she welcomes them into her house, she gives them food, she gives them alcohol, yep. she has a party for them, she plays them the songs, they get to take photos with her awards, and they can't keep their mouth shut for five days. Yep, yep, like, <laughs> that. Like, that it's... speaks a lot to, you know, the people that Taylor trusts and, you know, her fans, and... Yep to the industry in general that you know it just speaks a lot to that yeah yeah she she treats us so well and this is just one one small example of what she's done in the past for her fans like this is just a tiny example of that mm-hmm. and you know she reaps what she sows like she she treats us right we treat her right fair sure. point yeah, so definitely. fast forwarding two months then the moment has finally arrived the live yes. stream the video debut (laughs) that I assume and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm just assuming here um that was the first time you saw the completed video also yes yes and I had no idea if I was going to even be in it at all and it was really funny because okay so I was visiting my best friend at the time and she she doesn't like Taylor Swift at all how Um, dare she I know right offensive We've been friends for so long. I don't know how we've lasted this long. She really hates Taylor. I miss whole, I can't even say it out loud, but yeah, she doesn't like it. <laughs> but um, it's funny because I had a conference call uh, for for work. The at literally the exact moment that the, they were both what was it two o'clock right? It both both started at the same time, and so I couldn't watch the live stream because I had this conference call, um, and I was so upset. So I made my best friend, and this this speaks to the fact that she's a good friend. I made her watch it while I'm sitting across from her on the phone on this conference call. And I just, I'm like, she's listening to it in headphones, and I'm on this conference call, and she's typing what Taylor's saying, like trying to keep notes so I can read it, and because I'm not, I'm not listening. Um, and, and, and I didn't know for sure even if the music video was going to, like I kind of knew, I had an inkling that it was going to air that day, but I didn't know for sure. Um, and so she finally... It was funny because the conference call ended pretty much the moment she said, okay, here's the video. So it was perfect timing. And I was sitting on the bed. I'm a very animated person. I get very, very outward with my feelings. And so I'm sitting on, we're sitting on my friend's bed. She is, we're watching the music video and I am not even registering anything. Like I'm not, I have, I could not tell the, my first watch of the video couldn't tell you what it was about. Couldn't tell you what she was wearing. Nothing. Because the only thing I'm focusing on is if I'm in it. And we finally get to my part and oh shit. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Yep. I'm listening. I'm oh, into shit. this story. I'm listening. <laughs> I sw- See, you hear me? You hear me swearing. I told you I wasn't going to do it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I, I thought I, I thought I lost connection. It started making weird noises. Okay, okay. So, so where were we? So yeah, so we're watching watching the video. So it got to your I, part. That's yeah, oh, yes, yeah. gets to my part, and I literally plummeted myself off the bed and fell on the ground. I have a rug burn on my knee <laughs> to prove it. I like slid on the ground. I'm screaming. Didn't watch the rest of the video. Then I, like, ran into the next room. I'm just running around screaming, no words, just inaudible noises. And um, <laughs> it was it was a spectacle. And then I called my mom, and, you know, we had a moment. And then, then after I calmed down, it's, like, immediately went to the computer. It's like, okay, publish the blog, take a picture, <laughs> like, post on Facebook, tell everybody what happened. It, it's, like, <laughs> went into social media mode. And then... Um, <laughs> And then, and then I watched the video again all the way through and like absorbed it. I can watch. <laughs> we'll have to yeah. post the gif, but the gif that you posted of your little bit with Taylor in it is just yeah. the, the cute, like it is the epitome of what, not only what the music video represents, but basically of that whole day for all of you is in those like 0.2 seconds. It's 
awesome. Like I yeah. read your blog, I read your blog, and then I saw the gif, and I was like, "That's it. That's the, like you don't need the blog <laughs> because that moment explains it in that gif." Exactly. Hey, Sammy, yes. I'm gonna interject with Adam's vocab word of the day here. Go ahead. And it's one that was very confusing. However, the actual pronunciation is gif. No. Is it really? <laughs> it is. Um, it, I actually read an in-depth article on it. I'll keep this brief because it's so off topic. But I read an in-depth article on it where the creator of that file format said it is pronounced GIF. So no, I, I'm, I don't believe it. I, I'm, that, <laughs> I don't know. She works for YouTube. I might have to listen to her. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's it's, think... it's the truth. But um, before we wrap up our call, is there any last thing you wanted to share, Ashley? Any, like, really special moment that stands out from the whole experience? Oh, man. There were so many special moments. Um, I don't know. I mean, the last thought that anybody should walk away with from that set is that she is the most professional, most humble, most kind human ever in this industry like I can't I mean she the way she treats people is just unparalleled like I've I mean like I said I've met her twice and I've been around her a few times like at award shows and things like that like the way she treats people is just is so unlike anybody else like that you come in contact with in this industry I'm telling you like she has she's an international multi-million dollar star and she acts like a regular person and that is so rare i'm telling you like she she is just she deserves everything that she has she deserves everything it seems like she's one of a kind yeah yes she is she is and every time i walk away from like being in her presence i it's like nailed like into my brain that she's like she and then that's the way you want to act like it, it makes you want to also act that way you know no matter what kind of success you have it's like you have to remember that you're just a person just like everybody else. And she just exudes that with everything that she is. And so and, – and, and, and I can speak to that having worked with her, which is really a sentence that I haven't said yet. I have worked with her, which is great. But yeah. So. <laughs> you can say yeah. that now. Well, I love I it. Like the, the story is awesome. Yeah. Um, your experience is awesome. So congrats on, on, you know, having such a great experience and like, seriously, thank you for coming on here and sharing it with us and sharing it with our audience. And like, it was great having you. Um, yeah, of course. Definitely yes, everyone so out much. there, go check out Ashley in the shake it off video. You got to go mm-hmm. rewatch it now that you know who Ashley is and go keep an eye out for her. Like Sammy said, we'll post the GIF. The GIF on taylortalk.org slash episode 148. And we're also going to link to Ashley's blog there. So you guys can uh, yeah. go give it a read. If you haven't read it already, it goes even more in depth than our discussion here today did. And it's definitely worth reading. So thank you, yeah. Ashley, for joining us. Thank you us. so much for taking of time course. out for us. Time thank out of your you vacation. Guys. Yeah. I know. Now I back know. to the beach and the margaritas with you. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Ashley. Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye, guys. So I am really, really, truly grateful that we got to have Ashley on bye. here and share that experience with us. A um, lot of great insight. Definitely, like we said in the call, go read her blog. We're going to link to it in the show notes. TaylorTalk.org slash episode 148. You guys will not regret it. Yeah. It's long, but it's it's worth it. So Yes. Uh, good information. So let's jump straight into another uh momentous occasion is that the right word momentous monument monumental Monumental. whatever you want a monumental occasion (laughs) the first live performance of the 1989 era where taylor performed shake it off at the mtv video music awards what are your initial thoughts everybody it was good yeah wow that was that was insightful (laughs) diane i'm really Um, glad i asked that question and and that you Next were able topic. to provide so much insight to those who may well, not have seen it. You or... know, Adam, when you ask the first question, it's more of like a broad statement that you're looking for. So my first statement is, yes, it was good. And my second statement was, I feel like this was Taylor's sign of saying, hey, I am ready to be a pop superstar. Me too. Yeah. I think it's interesting, though, because I saw a lot of elements of old Taylor in this performance. And so I felt like it was kind of her like tying everything she's done and everything she's going to do in a little bow and being like, 
here, VMAs, here is a very nice gift for you. Well, Sammy, what specifically? Because I saw similar uh, dance moves and stage motions and things of that sort, but that's always going to be tailored. Yeah, because I mean, I saw similar dance moves. Costume-wise, it was, I thought, a more grown-up slash a more, you know, current Taylor style to that of the performance scene of the mean music video where she's like the flapper girl on the Broadway stage and she's in the shiny dress. It like, Mm -hmm. it looked very similar. Um, And then, well, Sammy, let me interject really quick. Her costume here was definitely better than what she wore on the red carpet. Yeah. You're all slapping me. You're glaring at me. Aren't you? No, no. I, okay. This is, if we're going to go here, Adam just went here. This is what I have to say about this, and I'm only going to say it once. You guys can send me hate. I know you love to do it, but that's what I'm going to say. Um, I thought it was okay. Not my not my favorite, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was very appropriate for the VMAs. I got a little iffy when they showed the entire thing, and it was really, 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 really short romper. Um I uh, think what, what that is a romper? Like, to me, her a, outfit looked suit. like it it's looked a onesie. Like, what's that? What's it's a that, onesie. What, what's it's that a onesie. Thing that, onesie what's the with thing? No pants. Can, no. Can Can I finish my statement? My question. What's that thing called that the gymnasts wear when the they're leotard? on the balance? Yes, a leotard. That's what it looked like she was it's wearing. Kind of, a leotard oh. with letters on it. I thought it looked like pajamas. <laughs> actually, pajamas. Adam, that's what uh, MSN Wonderwall actually pretty much compared it to. Does it look like she was ready to go to gymnastics or yeah, something like that? Is what they yeah. said. Um, but I think the thing with the romper, first of all is that rompers, which she's been wearing all summer because they are back in fashion, a lot like crop tops, are both styles that would have been seen in the 1980s. So it kind of makes sense with the theme of the, the, the name of the theme and the name of the album. Mm-hmm. But my thing with the VMA is, and this is something that sh- last year she got a lot of hate for, this year she's getting a lot of hate for, but the opposite, is that the VMAs are always way out there way more fun way more risque if you will um and i think that this year it was um very it was a risque outfit but it was tastefully risque it wasn't she wasn't wearing a meat dress she wasn't walking around (laughs) on a horse she wasn't you know she wasn't dressed like a mermaid like there have been a lot of other artists at the vmas that have worn way more distasteful outfits than this and last year, she got so much hate because people said she was overdressed. So, poor girl can't win. Well, the only a- thing that, that I don't like about this particular romper is the long sleeves. Yeah. A lot of rompers are actually kind of more of a summery, short sleeve sort of thing. And it kind of, I don't know. I just, I'm one of those people that always has a problem with wearing long sleeves and shorts. Well, yeah, I it, kind of yeah, wish. In terms of the weather. Like, yeah, I kind of wish she had worn the. If she wanted to go for a romper, that's fine. But I kind of wish she had worn the one that she wore to Jimmy Fallon last week with the black and white roses on it. I thought that would have been really nice. Um, or even her uh, Teen Choice Award dress. I thought that would have been okay too. But you know, she wanted to be more risque. She wanted um, to wear a leotard. <laughs> um, but back to the performance. Um, the other thing that I saw that kept popping up into my mind was um, the dancers, or the guy dancers, um, they were all wearing tuxedos, and it reminded me a lot of her performance um, during Fearless Tour that I'm now singing in my head, and I can't remember the name of the song. Steve, can you help me? Uh, can you well, why don't you it? sing it out loud if you're singing it, was, it in your head, and we can help you. Um, it was the guy, and he was wearing the prom dress, and she was wearing the, or he was wearing the tuxedo, and she was wearing the prom dress, and I'm singing the song in my head, and I can't think of the name sing, of the song. Sing the, the song, please, Sammy. Just no. Hum it. hum it. Hum it. You can hum it. Uh, uh, I think it's Tell Me Why. I think it's Tell Me Why. Okay. I, I don't really remember that performance. Oh, I can't anymore. remember it. But I did like those guys in those suits. And it was cool how they kind of moved together at the beginning. Yeah. Like, it was kind like of almost like a wave, like a wave or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was, was awesome. Pretty synchronized dancing of sorts and if you i i only noticed this the second time around when i was watching no it's not tell me why um the second time i know i watched it is that there were a few red tour dancers in there were they were there they were there okay did anybody Um, see the band anywhere no and i wanted to point this out is that a lot of people thought that um the background singers slash dancers were the band 
And I think, and I can tell you from their tweets that Amos was there, Matt was there, Mike was there, David was there, and Paul was there. They just weren't um, on the, in the spotlight. I think they were behind the 1989 sign. Okay. Um, because holding was... it up so it wouldn't fall over. Of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> They're all big, strong men. That's where the big, strong right. men had to be. Uh, right. Because there was one of the backup singers was playing... Um, the drums and another one was playing the saxophone and I feel like maybe the one playing the saxophone is actually supposed to be there and she actually is in the band now because obviously she needs the saxophone and she needs the horns but I feel like the drummer one in particular wasn't actually playing the drums for the song oh that makes sense yes hey speaking of that big uh 1989 that Taylor ended up standing on there did you guys notice that the it was actually kind of in a money font. Yeah. I didn't notice that. That's interesting. What do you mean money? Like like how, like the font that money's written on that, like if you look at a right. dollar bill and it says, in God we trust, it was it's in that font. You're talking U.S. currency. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I didn't notice that. But Steve, do you think that holds any significance? I, I, I don't know. I think we're all kind of on this high alert of everything that Taylor does is. M- must be a clue. Must be a clue about what songs are on the new album and all that kind of stuff. But I just found it interesting. But I, I don't, I don't know if it really actually means anything or anything. Mm. I mean, I'm like, sure there'll be conspiracy theories now. There, there <laughs> will be. Now, what I found peculiar about this performance is, in my mind at least, there were very few, if any, similarities to the music video. Where, if you remember back when we are never getting back together was debuted, you had the music video had the woodland creature thing, and then her. Um, iHeart performance had the woodland creature thing. VMA, yeah, but I'm drawing VMA a blank performance on. didn't. If you look back and watch all of her VMA performances, they don't reflect the song and how it ends up being performed. So I kind of feel like um, this performance is going to be a standalone performance, whereas um, me and probably iHeart too. But every performance after that, after iHeart. Um, will be performances similar to what she'll be doing on tour. Well, she probably uses this as free reign because this yes. is the one time she can do something that yeah. doesn't have to doesn't have to remain consistent with the theme of the 1989 era. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, although, you know, I am kind of curious because uh, to me that performance, especially particularly towards the end with all the colors, which I absolutely loved all the colors. I thought that yeah, was, really, that that was cool. really cool. I feel um, like that could be an element that she takes from her tour, but in terms of um, the tuxedo guys and all of that stuff, that probably won't be there. Um, but I think what will remain and what is something that people um, seem to forget when they're watching the music video, which is a conversation we're going to have another time, but um the in the in the breakdown when she was up on the 1989 thing and she was supposedly supposed to jump and then didn't jump mm-hmm. um it was a very representative 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 of her awkwardness and um of how you know while she is branching out in terms musically and you know this album is very different from anything she's ever done at the same time, she still is the Taylor that we we have always known, and that you know her refusing to jump and that awkwardness of well, her. I want to look at that more in depth, Sammy, and I'll tell uh-huh. you why. Because it made it she made it look very spontaneous. However, I think well, it was completely wonderful. staged. Because of here's the it thing: was. Was the, the whole performance was rehearsed beforehand. She if knew that that was part of the performance, like a... and arguably, were she supposed to jump off that 1989. Um, she would have done it several times leading Wait, up to this. Hold on. Do people think she messed up somehow? Yes, they do. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, there is no, no way. No. Taylor Swift is in her right mind, and she knows not to jump from, like, however the, It's like, not even that, that she knows not to jump. It's that she, like, she could have jumped, but the way that she set it up was that she wanted that awkwardness because she didn't do, like, the choreographed dancing in the music video to make her look like, you know, she was awkwardly dancing. Like, it was a very organized, choreographed dance that she obviously could do and did it really well. But she needed that element of awkwardness that the music video has in order to continue what the song is about, which is about her not caring what other people think. And so in order for her to do that, she had that awkward moment where she was like, no, I'm not going to jump. And then she made fun of Anaconda and then walked around and then finished the song. 
Interesting. Well, I think that that moment was deliberate and planned because it was, in fact, symbolic of the theme of Shake It Off. It was yeah, like absolutely. an awkward moment. It's like Shake It Off. And the VMAs hold a very important part of Taylor's history because, of this course, is that is where the Kanye incident happened, which is five years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, long, long time ago. We don't celebrate that anniversary on this show. <laughs> No, Steve, I was simply pointing out how long ago it was, but it's just uh, like the VMAs. Does that make you feel old? It, it makes does. me feel old. Yes. It does, but I'm going to make you feel old shortly, Steve. Don't you worry. Uh-oh. Uh, don't you worry your pretty little mind. Ooh. S see what I did there? Taking it back a few eras? You actually had a couple other ones that you were saying through the words, and I was just about to jump in and, you know, like, tell me why and all that other stuff. Nah, wah, wah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway... I don't even know where I was with that, but I, I think it just had to do with the fact that the VMAs are a place where Taylor can be a bit more expressive and represent her music a little bit differently than she can anywhere else. Okay. That that was what I was getting at, but a uh, long, long time ago, there was a moment where Sammy took over the conversation, and I was <laughs> I was talking about the colors, and mm -hmm. I want uh, this this is where I was going with you, Steve. The colors to me are very representative of like an '80s nightclub, <laughs> and I was uh, I was only a young lad of two when the <laughs> '80s ended. Do you think I went to '80s nightclubs? I no, think but not. I think you can provide us some insight. And I I think here's the thing, Steve. I think if if you know the direction of Taylor's new theme and with her performances and things of that sort, go with an '80s theme. I, I that's really the fact that you were there is going to make a, you like the MVH, the most valuable host. And wow. you're going you're gonna to give us some insight that no one else can. Um, uh -huh. But, I mean, is that like a, sort of a theme of the 80s, the whole colorful thing? It, it is mainly later 80s because you also have to know that Taylor's stuff that she's kind of more aware of is probably later 80s. But early 80s had some flashy colors and such too. I mean, I guess the whole time. But I think that part of the interesting thing in this performance was how things started out very drab. I mean, the black and white tuxedos and, you know, Taylor was sparkly and everything like that, but it wasn't colorful. And then to all of a sudden the 1989 lights up all colorful and all the lights and craziness, it was, you know, really a big buildup that she had going on, which was very cool. It was. Well, I think the end, Steve, because you'll remember at the end had all the different colors flashing it had pyrotechnics and sparks and things of that sort sparks it was almost was flying, like a, is that what you're saying sparks sorry? fly sparks fly <laughs> they did yeah they sparks did fly, did fly. Um, <laughs> but it all reminded me at least it particularly with that big 1989 uh prop there it reminded me of a new year celebration and new yeah. year's being like yeah. new era Oh, right. that's awesome. Yeah. I like that, Adam. I, I, I like was, that a lot. I, I was kind of in that neighborhood too there thinking about because the big numbers look perfect for like standing up there with the ball drop in New York City. And we know that's obviously a big part of, you know, what she's feeling now is that New York City vibe. Mm -hmm. Taylor's gonna party like it's nineteen eighty nine. If anybody mm -hmm. besides Steve can tell me who uh performed that song, I'll give you a dollar. Do I count? Anyone besides Steve, that includes Diane and Sammy. <laughs> or, or I, rather, who performed the actual song, which did not go 1989. It went 1999. Do I, I don't know. Do I count? Yes, you, uh, you're not go. Steve. <laughs> oh, it's Prince. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got a dollar. Uh, well, come to Vegas and you'll get a dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, hey, hey. Little Rascals, but Diane probably didn't know that one either. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't, I um, so what else with this performance? Is there anything else that stands out to you guys that you want to talk about? No. Mm, I think. Do, do we cover everything? Is there yeah. any, like, burning issues? I mean, well, let's the see. The sparkly let's... microphone? Oh, that... well, how about that tease beforehand? Because Taylor <laughs> tweeted, for those who didn't see the tweet, she said something about VMAs tonight. She's like, I'm going to need this, see picture, and you're going to need this. And she showed a picture of a bedazzled microphone, the one she performed with, that said 1989 on it. And then she said, and you're going to need this. And it was a link to the 1989 page on iTunes where you can pre-purchase uh, like 1989. I was absolutely convinced that she was going to debut a 1989, a single called 1989 Me tonight. Me too. 
No, I think she just wanted people to go by. Or I think the other thing album. that's interesting is that if you, she then tweeted, she tweeted a bunch of photos today, actually. Um, but one of the other photos that she tweeted was a photo of her putting makeup on Ed Sheeran. Um, and if you look closely at the back of the photo, you can see her red carpet dress and you can see her performance dress. Oh. But nobody saw it. I think that <laughs> I think that tweet also, if I remember correctly, linked to iTunes. Yeah, so all three of them did. Then my mind then was going to another Ed collaboration on this album, right? Yeah. Um, no. I guess we'll find out. We but, can only yeah. hope. No, she he's already said no. Uh, Sam A, stop breaking my heart. Uh, the only thing I could think of though, if if we're gonna go with more speculation, to have the guys in tuxedo really can lean towards a collaboration with Justin Timberlake because Oh my god, see stop him no. <laughs> no. We're gonna give Sammy a heart attack. Oh my god. Sammy will I have will... a fangirl heart attack. Oh my god, that would be oh my god. <laughs> she would cry. I would cry. I think Taylor would cry. She wouldn't even be able to get through the performance. Do you think that's a thing, Steve? Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I, I've I don't. been right and wrong on too Steve, many things. Truthfully, I, I don't think that's a thing. I am going to come out and say that I think that's a thing. <laughs> I support it. <laughs> supporting it or not supporting it doesn't make it a thing. Do you ship it? Is that, is that, that, is that what you guys core. say these days? Is that what yeah. the kids are saying? Oh, what you he can't ship it. He's married. That's awkward. Oh, well, oh that shipping. I'm Steve sure... comes hobbling in on his Okay, <laughs> you're right. That is awkward because Justin Timberlake is married. Well, no, I I, I ship the collaboration. I ship okay, the collaboration that's what I... hard. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. You can okay. ship a collaboration, right? Steve, no? you're, you're killing me with this discussion. Sorry, sorry. I, I will I will not ask any more questions of you kids. <laughs> you youngins, get off my lawn. <laughs> 1989 was a great year. <laughs> <laughs> it sure was. It was when Taylor was born. Uh, barely, but still 1989 nonetheless. <laughs> so, I mean, as as a whole, just summing it up, I think her performance was absolutely phenomenal. If you guys saw Perez Hilton, who I normally don't support because he's not very nice, uh, <laughs> said something very nice. He's like, that should have been the opening performance tonight. He said, uh, I have it up. He said, I just rewatched at Taylor Swift 13's VMA performance, and it was even better the second time. No one comes close to her. She shut it down. So that's another one. But, um, you know, oh, taking he it, another one? Yeah, the one earlier. He said like, he tweeted yeah. it while it was happening um, or immediately after. And he well, said, I was updating. Leave me alone. He said that should have been the um, opening act or opening performance. What was or, the opening performance? Um well it started with ariana and then nikki came out and sang um anaconda and then juicy j came out and they all sang um problems uh, no bang 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 but yeah <laughs> that's a funny name um but taking it out of the celebrity realm and out of the perez's of the world uh everybody i saw blowing up twitter with how much they love this performance and, and i have to admit it actually made me appreciate the song a bit more which is probably well, not probably. It is one of the purposes of live performances is to help you appreciate the music even more and the artist even more. And um, it was an absolutely dynamite, outstanding, dynamite, blow everyone away. A good word. You like that? And Taylor like Swift that. is trending on Twitter, just so you know. Is she? Yep. Well, at the time of this recording, anyway. Uh, at the time everyone's listening, maybe not. But mm. right now, after the immediately after the VMAs, Taylor Swift is trending on Twitter. So I think it was a great performance. I think you guys enjoyed it. Hope everybody enjoyed our discussion on it, um, as well as our call with Ashley earlier, talking about behind the scenes of the Shake It Off music video. One more thing before we get going, because we skipped it last week, we have a mini segment here on the show called You Know Your Swifty When slash If Swifties Ruled the World, where people listening get to participate in the show and submit items where they finish the sentence you know your swifty when or they finish the sentence if swifties ruled the world so um steve if you could share with us our first submission that would be phenomenal okay the first submission comes from sophia on facebook you know your swifty when you attempt to remake taylor's photos at your senior pictures they're really cute guys you have to see they them. are cute to add to that sophia did the thing with the guitar on the shoulder and stuff like that like taylor did oh, and she held cool. she tried to hold the, the guitar in her hand like in the catch shot it's really cute awesome mm -hmm. 
Um, the next one is from Scotland underscore road. You know, you're a Swifty when long live live starts playing and you tear, tear up before Tay even starts talking. No. Yeah. That's nice. A true Swifty. <laughs> next one at Liam Bolum one on Twitter said, you know, you're Swifty when it saddens you to hear the end of a Taylor talk episode, knowing you need to wait a whole nother <laughs> week for the next one. I'm pretty sure these people are going to start protesting that we have to do one a week. Or one a day. Oh my gosh, Sammy, don't say it. That Sammy, would be so much work. work. <laughs> In all seriousness to everybody listening, putting out these episodes is a ton of work. Despite yeah, it only being one episode per week, we are actually working on it seven days a week. So um, to give you an idea there, it's just it, it's a whole ton of work. So uh, that's why I hope you guys really do appreciate these episodes as they come out. Mm-hmm. All right, this next one comes from Taylor is a maze, and they say, you know you're Swifty when you're bawling your eyes out because you're going to have no Wi-Fi for the week of August 18th. No! Oh, my gosh. No! <laughs> that sucks. Wait, no Wi-Fi. Did you at least have a hardwired connection? Well, or I hope that you, like, vacation. were able to, like, see online what happened. Like, can you imagine going on vacation and coming back, like, this week and seeing everything that happened like oh my god are you, are you saying everything has that. changed is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah how would you even catch up really it's a lot yeah. of work it would be a lot oh of yeah <laughs> that's why i'm glad taylor didn't do a new song tonight i want to kind of like make this album last a little bit so we don't want to have to have it all like right away hey steven yes i see what you did there ah now you got it, it took you a second but you got it yes uh, the next one comes from Margaret via email. You know you're a Swifty when your stepdad hates Taylor Swift, and you do nothing but listen to Taylor Swift songs when you're with him. Boom. I love <laughs> it. I do that to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't want to listen to this? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's just turn it up a little bit. <laughs> um, you know you're a Swifty when every time you go to an Apple store and try out the iPhones and iPads, you put a note on the notes app that says this who, to whoever works here. Add Taylor Swift to your iTunes list. I do this every time. One day they'll take the hint. That's really cute. Nice. I'd like to I'd like to be the uh, bearer of bad news. Um, as somebody who spent two years of my career working in an Apple store at the retail level, um, we had no control over that at all. Even if I saw your note as an employee, there would be nothing I could do about that. I'm sorry. So who would she have to talk to to get Taylor Swift on the iTunes list? I haven't got a clue. I honestly have no idea who comes up with those playlists on the demo iPods. No I idea. I go to the iTunes store, the Apple store, and uh, change the wallpaper on all the phones and computers to Taylor Picture. <laughs> uh, sometimes I've gone into Apple stores not as an employee. This is after the fact because I no longer work there, and uh, set all the home pages on the computers to taylortalk.org. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so next one comes from Swift Agency 13 on Twitter who says, you know you're a Swifty when your mom says you need a drawer just for your Taylor shirts. You probably do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a whole wardrobe. Steve, what's a wardrobe? I would like it's for multiple drawers. Is that a term drawers. from 1989? I know what a wardrobe is. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh gosh, calm down. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this next one comes from Maria via email or Mariah actually, and they say, "You know, you're Swifty when you're about to meet Taylor, and a security guard goes, "Geez, just calm down." P.S. This was a dream. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure her people are used to that. That yeah, story had me going there, though going where it, it had me going like i believed it oh and then all of a sudden she's like this was a dream yeah. <laughs> it was only just a dream oh, had to do it yep and the next one comes from shine swifts on twitter wait a minute Isn't oh that, mg that some... omg yeah. well that's we're famous now the same person that submitted to taylor's live stream is submitting to us There's yay a plural yes yes Thanks, <laughs> <Sophia>. <laughs> uh you know you're a Swifty when you text your entire family, say, to buy 1989 the first week it comes out so they can give you their CD code. Ooh, That's sneaky. a good idea. So can we explain to people what the CD okay, code so is? Okay, so the CD case? codes are for Swift stakes. Basically, every album has an individual code 
you enter the code and you'll be entered to win um, either tickets to concerts, one of 1,000 tickets to concerts, 500 meet and greets, 500 autograph something or other, and um, something else that are like tote bags that say 1989 that won't be sold on the website. But however, whatever it is, all the prizes add up to 1,989 prizes. That's a lot of prizes. It is. But that's what the CD codes are for to enter, right? Uh, right. Yes, that is what they are for. So gotcha. thank you to everyone out there who submitted for our mini segment here. Of course, in um, you know, once we get back to our regular recording schedule and don't have so many special events going on, we have a few other mini segments besides this one, such as What Are Swifties Listening To, where you can share with us and uh, our, the rest of the audience what's playing on your iPod besides Taylor Swift, which right now is probably nobody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And, of course, you know your Swifty Wen slash if Swifties rule the world. We have a segment called What Would Taylor Do? where you can ask a bizarre situation, uh, say, what would Taylor do? And finish the sentence with some sort of bizarre scenario, and we make a fun discussion out of that. So if you want to submit to any of those segments, guys, there's a huge number of ways that you can contact us. All of those methods are on taylortalk.org slash contact. Uh, they include email, social networks. You can leave us a voicemail and hear your names. Your, or sorry, not your names, your voices here on the show. Um, all those different methods, taylortalk.org slash contact. And um, one last note, I uh, humbly request that you guys, if you want to help us improve the show, you can visit taylortalk.org slash iTunes and leave us a review on iTunes. Um, be completely honest with the review, otherwise we can't get better. Uh, as much as I love reading, OMG, I love you guys so much! Uh, that doesn't really help us. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess it does give me some pleasure to read it. <laughs> but um, some good reviews. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. TaylorTalk.org slash iTunes. Leave a review. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoyed episode 148 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. It's time to say goodbye now. So for this week, this has been Adam, Dan, Sammy, and Steve. Saying have a great week, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.